0: Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live Podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. Uh, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 22 and verse number 37. And I read from the Holman Christian, and I know some of you are purists and think that um, the King James is the only book to read from, but forgive me. Uh, I think the other translations can be a blessing to you, and uh, uh, at least, I always read the King James too, but I'm I'm reading from the Holman Christian, and uh, follow with me. It says, he uh, said to him, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Everybody say heart. With all your soul, and with all your mind. So, uh, this is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. If you were to read uh, up in Matthew 22, you know, 35, 34, whatever, you'll find out that that um, there was some religious sects there, uh, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, and they, they were kind of at odds with one another, and, and they're both at odds with Jesus. And, and so the Sadducees come to Jesus, and Jesus just, He just puts them in their place, not by, you know, he just because truth will stop lies, Right? The truth will you don't have to even fight about it. It just, you know, truth just stops it. So the Pharisees saw that the Sadducees had got put in their place by Jesus in there, they go, well, okay. You know, so they get in there and they, and they get together and they come out with a plan, and one of them go up to Jesus to test them and says, What's the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, He quotes this, and it's actually Deuteronomy. Uh, chapter 6, and it starts out with, Hero O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You know, and there's, there's that uh, unity and identity and that, that oneness uh, uh, of, of, of God that we're not fractured in our relationship trying to figure out, you know, which way to go. That we can have a relationship with Jesus. We can. Because all of our relationship is through Him. That's the name. That's the name above every name. And, and, and so the idea, he says, you know, here is Israel, the Lord our God is one. That was in the Old Testament. They literally had to, uh, they had a little box. It was called the Shema where they would go through the door of the house and they'd, they'd touch that and they'd say, here is Israel, the Lord our God is one. It was something they talked about constantly because they lived and were surrounded by paganism where there was a, a multiplicity of gods. i tell you what. We're surrounded by paganism. And there's a multiplicity of gods. But there is one that demands and and ought to demand your attention. There's one that ought to demand your loyalty. There is one. You don't owe it to anybody else. But you do it to him. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And then it goes on and says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul. And another uh, uh, gospel says strength. And, uh, but the problem with that is that was a commandment. There's a problem with that. Because there's, you, as soon as I would preach this word today under the authority of a commandment, and I were to, you know, and we know that Jesus said you need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Everyone in this room would say, "I failed." You know, anybody, anybody you know, hitting on all four cylinders this morning. I, I okay, back up, back up. I'm going to tell you something. We're always reaching and striving. But the worship this morning, it doesn't get any better than that. I'm, I'm just, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, how great these guys are. They're great, these men and women who are up here worshiping God. But I'm telling you what, you were brought into a place where if you did not access his presence, that's you. I, I'm telling you, you think, well, I'm, I'm waiting for my song to be played. Would you stop? We're not entertaining you. That's not what this is. We are here to create an atmosphere where, where if you will, if you choose, you can enter into that, that holy place where God can just minister. And you know what? You guys did it this morning. You do it all the time, but I'm telling you, you're thinking, boy, we could get better. That will never, there will never be another better time than what we just experienced. There will be another time, but it's not going to be better. It might be better for you because you might have your head turned on straight and, and access it. But that's you, but I am here to tell you what. Man, heaven was open this morning. It was open and what, I, what thrilled me, and Jeannie leaned over as, as it was in, the song was coming in, she said, she said, I think somebody's really getting this this morning. Somebody, somebody accessed it. Hey, who was it? Anybody want to confess? I did. Yeah, a few of you. Come on, man. There's no, nothing to be ashamed. You know what it is? That invitation of, 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 of loving him, not a commandment. That you have to. Okay. He's given us choice. And and I realize the, the law that you know, the commandments, yeah, were we able to keep them at any time in our life? Was anybody? No. So, but was the law good? Of course it was good. But the law, the Bible says, was a schoolmaster to bring us into a relationship with Jesus. I had the, the privilege, uh, Jeannie and I, through a series of crazy events, we ended up owning a house over in Wilton that was built in the early 1830s. Beautiful old house. They were going to tear it down, but uh, we ended up restoring it. Some of you have been over there, helped me, and all this kind of stuff. And so we're, we're going to turn it into an Airbnb, right? And so I'm over there yesterday, and and uh, I've I made the mistake before of Jeannie say, oh go get this color and it'll be okay, and I go get get what I think she thought was okay, and it, you know so I she said we're gonna paint it this color, so I got samples this time, and uh, I take the samples over and I'm painting the the siding and the you know just so that I know I'm not gonna spend 150 bucks and say that's not the right color again. On me. But, so I'm painting, and, and all of a sudden here comes this, uh, you know, a Subaru Outback with Vermont plates. Who would have thought it? But anyway. Uh, you, some of you got that. <laughs> with, I pull, Pulled up in front of the house on the other side of the road, and, and two elderly ladies come down. Saying elderly, saying something as old as I am, but they're a little bit older than me. And, and they're kind of milling around the car, and I'm painting, and I'm looking at them, and, and, and finally she looks over, and I said, well, I know, uh, uh, being from Vermont, you're not up here leaf peeking. She said, no. She said, uh, this was my grandmother's house. She said, and I have spent every Thanksgiving of my childhood here. And I was every Christmas, you know, looking out the window, and so uh, uh, it's... I said, well, man, how cool is that? She's telling me the history, and do you want to go and see the house? And she's telling me more stories, and with my hard heart, I start crying, you know what I mean, all that stuff. I'm like, uh, uh, you know, can I go see this? Can I go? And she's telling me stories of different things in different places of the house, and is the barn still there? And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long story short, she said, uh, my mom was coming down the stairs stairs in that house that right she said she was coming right down those stairs and my dad before they were they weren't even hardly dating she heard his voice talking to my grandmother and my mom said i knew then that he was the man i was going to love i started to fall in love with him at that moment and from that, a beautiful, you know, tradition and history and, and, and memories and all of those things. And I, my point to you today is you will never love God by keeping His commandments. But you'll love Him. You'll learn to keep His commandments and love Him because of a relationship that's born that begins when you hear His voice. When I heard his voice, when I heard his voice, it's like, wait a minute. It's not just, it's not just, and I love the book, but it's not just words on a page. I don't care. It's not just words on a page. It is literally a relationship that you can have with somebody who absolutely loves you. I do not love God because I decided one day I'm going to love you. I love Him because He first loved me. And I and I okay, I can read about it in the book, but there is an experience that comes in relationship with Him when the reality of His love for me is played out in my life. That that's a life changer. And the idea of keeping a commandment of loving the Lord your God with all my heart, soul, mind, strength, it's impossible in my humanity. But I'm telling you, it is absolutely doable in a relationship. Forty years, I've been married to this girl. Do I love her more now than I ever have? The answer is yeah. I didn't even know what it was at 23 years old. I I didn't, uh, man, I didn't know at 25. I'm like, okay, I knew I had a, I had a good, I knew that. But I didn't know what it was. I was still so selfish in my relationships. And you know what? Some of us start that way in Christ. No, all of us start that way. Every one of us. But, but the thing about Him is He absolute. I love the songs. He is a good Father. He, he just loves us. He, he is unselfish towards us constantly. And when we are selfish towards Him, He doesn't return it. Try that in your marriage. Men, you know why? Because we're called to be Jesus in the relationship, yes or no? The idea of, of being unselfish. So what constantly draws me back? I heard his voice. I'm like, wow, I, I, you know what? Real, I could love him. And I'm like, oh, oh, instantly, I love you. Well, come on. Baloney. Here's, here's what happened. And I can only say this because I've experienced it. Um, But the Sadducees had a religious religious spirit. I do not like a religious spirit. Okay. The Pharisees had a religious spirit. They were trying to always one-up somebody. Let's see if we can catch Jesus in this. Or let's be this against that. And you may know somebody, and if you're that guy, stop. It's not going to work with me or us. It's just not. You don't have to one-up anybody here. What we're asking is for you to engage and, and and love and open your spirit to him, and and little by little, be changed into that image that you're looking at, and and you you're going to become like him by virtue of of, I don't want to say osmosis, but spiritual growth by maturity, just because he will love you into righteousness. You're not going to, all of a sudden, you know. Super righteous, because you well give me a break. I've tried that. I, I started a Pharisees Anonymous. <laughs> Been there, done that. I was as religious as any spirit. I could crush you with what I had with truth. Why? To so, so that I could feel better about myself. God forgive us. God forgive me. What I do know is even in the, my my foolishness and my carnality and my my youth of trying to come and I did love God, but i didn 't know how to i didn 't even know what it looked like, but you know what? He never stopped loving me. so if you have a religious spirit, you, of course you're welcome here, but just keep growing and, and, and you 'll get rid of that eventually. <laughs> You know, if you're a Pharisee and you're better than everybody else, you're welcome here. Come on. But just if you keep loving God and keep looking at Him, eventually you'll you'll mature. And you'll grow in His grace just like... That's not a put down. My God, how many years did I live that way? But it led me to Him. Little by little. Loving rebuke and loving correction by loving correction until I stand here today in need of correction. <laughs> you know, th- those of you that you think you got it all together, its you just, you, no. You don't. He said that He will lead and guide us into all truth, right? Well, you know what that means? There's truth yet to be revealed to me. God, give me the grace and humility to walk in it. If you're sitting here today and you think you got it all, well, I'm glad you're the one that does. Because I don't think anybody else did except the truth, and that's him. And so what I do know is I, I, I want to follow him. I just and, and loving him, loving him, listen to me. Loving him is, it, 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 there is, as you feel the invitation to love him. Not the commandment, but the invitation. You have to love him. No. No. That was the commandment. Now, see, Jesus... I I should read more Scripture. Hang on. It says, uh, Don't assume, this is Matthew 5, 17, that I've come to destroy the law of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Jesus becomes the fulfillment of all the commandments. And Romans chapter 13 and verse 8 says, Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another man that is great that's just that's just good stuff don't owe anybody anything except to love one another for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law Everything, the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment are all summed up by this, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. No, love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. You can think of every sin that's out there, and if you were to be unselfish and loving toward another, you wouldn't do it. Oh. You don't even have, you don't have to name, there's 600 and how many? 30 whatever laws in the, in the, in, in, in the Pentateuch. You know what? You're going to break one. Okay, you know what that means? You're guilty of all of them. Well, at least I'm not as bad as that guy. At least I'm, now we're as bad. We're just as bad. But man, oh man. There's a whole new uh, 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 way to figure out. There's a whole new platform to stand on. There's a whole new foundation that we can walk in stability. And that is the very love of God in our lives. His absolute acceptance t- to us and the beloved. And, and you say, well, I don't... I, how, how does that work? I don't understand. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm carnal. I'm, I'm undone. Uh, you know, m- my thoughts, sometimes my actions... It's because of the cross. Jesus literally took our debt completely. Past, present, and future. And if you're going to selfishly embrace that, then you're going to go on and live as carnal as you want and think, oh, I'm, I'm, all, I'm forgiven. But if you're going to understand the love and the, the, the sacrifice and His drawing in your life, you're going to look at that Perfect law of liberty that love and say man I want to be where you're at I want to make my home with you I have every right to come into my house with mud caked all over my shoes but relationally it's a bad idea Oh, the law doesn't apply to me. I can do, I'm, I'm free. Yeah, I'm free. I'm free. I am free to love. I am free to love. I am free to live unselfishly. Yes. It's this idea of, oh, I'm free to live carnally. You don't got a clue yet. But you're going to if you keep looking. If you get into a place like we entered into today, and there's the presence of God. And I'm telling you, I don't know about you, but I heard him today. I heard, I heard that voice. Again, one that I've heard so many times. And it, it, it's just it's like, wow, he's just drawing you, drawing me. It, 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 when, every time I hear it, I said, man, I, I want to love more than I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it because you have to. The law says, love the Lord your God. Okay. How did that work for those generations? But listening to him, and realizing that he fulfilled the law and that even in my broken state, I can come before him and he looks at me and says, I love you. Yes. You're, you're, you're mine. You know, it, there's, there's nothing going to change that. Your mind, it's like, but God, you know me. He said, yeah, I know you. You're still mine. He said, I made a way that you are forever mine. I, when you think about that, you see... I am forever yours. I, I, I mean, that song we just I am forever yours. Those aren't just words put to a good melody. I sang that this morning and thought, my God, I am forever yours. God, you love me. And, 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 and it just brings me back to the place. I, 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 want, I want to love you with all of my heart. I want to pursue loving you with all of my mind, with all of my strength. I want to pursue that. What does that look like? You know, I, I haven't quite figured it all out, but go- that's the direction I'm going. I'm going to make sure I put myself in a position, in a place where I can learn more, where I can be around people who are pursuing the same thing, where, where that's our goal. Goal. It's not a commandment. It's not about being better than somebody else. It's not about having a religious spirit where, wow, aren't, aren't we. Which one of us can take the credit for the truth that we have? Nothing but God's grace, nothing but revelation and Him drawing. And it ought to bring great humility and uh, uh, um, grace towards those that are without, not superiority. Why? Because he was never that way to me. I learned about, I've learned about him. He was never that way to me. So, um, one more scripture and then I am going to... It says, Galatians chapter 3 verse 24 says, The law then was our guardian uh, until Christ. So that we could be justified by what? But since that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Man, can you imagine? uh, You know, you try to expand it in your mind. Some of you don't think on it enough. This thing is greater th- than humanly, uh, uh, our, our human capacity to grasp it. it. There's got to be that spiritual man that you let rise up. And I'm telling you this, and just if you want to take those steps, if you've heard his voice, how many of you have ever heard his voice? Come on. It's okay to say that. I'm gonna, the rest of you, you've heard his voice, you just haven't recognized it. I'm telling you that's the truth. You, because He speaks to you all the time. You just don't recognize it to be Him. All right? How many want to recognize it when He speaks? All right. So that's, that's relational. Right? That, that comes from a relationship. So if you want to take the steps to enter into that relationship. Once uh, my eyes uh, uh, fell on the one that I knew I loved, I, I, I wanted to be around her. You know, and I wanted to, you know, do what I could to get closer. You know, I remember the first time we held hands, I was like, whoa! <laughs> Some of you are afraid to hold hands with Jesus. Think about that. And and so, I'm telling you, there is this is relational. What happens You guys are crazy lifting your hands. Some of you jumping up and down on... No, that's not crazy. That's just, what is that? Well, that's relational. Well, what about me? Well, I'm, not in, I'm in relationship with you. That's fine. But there's moments and times where it's me and Jesus. Paul said, if I'm beside myself, you know what he said? It's unto the Lord. Why would he be beside himself? What's the matter? Can't you control yourself? Well, there's times and and places that we create that we can, as a body, love him just with that expression and emotion. And if some of you is just holding his hand, then reach out and hold his hand and see what happens. Man, it's like two twenty. It's cool. Until you get to that place where man, I want you to wrap my arm, I want to wrap my arms around you, Jesus. Anybody ever have that feeling where whoa, oh my goodness, man, and I'm telling you, it gets better. It's just when you open your spirit up, some of you sitting here, I love you, man. Hear his voice. Start letting him get closer to you. You get closer to him. Go ahead. Why do you guys lift your hands? Did you ever try it? Somebody, well, I have a hard time doing it. No, why? When, my, when I see that little boy next week, you know what? He's going to come up. He's going to be Bob Noni, and his hands are going to be wide open and in a dead run. I know it. <laughs> but I, I just can't wait for the moment. Because there's that absolute trust in that relationship that's there, that he just, Grandpa. I'm telling you, you need to do that with, no, no you can do that with your Heavenly Father. And realize that there is not this idea of you not being good enough or you are having to be hiding in shame and all of that stuff when the reality of it is we are the sons of God by faith. And not faith in our goodness but faith in the goodness of the cross of Jesus Christ. That literally sets me free when I get bound up in stuff and and I come to my Father with it all. It sets me free not trying to not do what I was doing, but knowing that He loves me and I pursue Him. There. That was very good. And you would do well listening and realizing you are never going to be good enough. But he's already taken care of that. And, you know, I I can't fulfill all the law. I I can't get my heart, mind, uh, soul, and strength to be in one at one time. But I'm pursuing that. And there will be a day as I grow in his grace that I'm just, you know, and there's those seasons you love completely and then humanity comes up again and you just, but man, he never lets go. He never lets go. Stand with me. You are a good, good father. I realize over the spectrum of human experience, there's some of you that have never had that example of a good father. It it was easier for me. Because I, I had come from a, a home that I was cared for and, and it was easier for me to believe that God would do that. From a really young age, even though I never gave my heart to him, I just, I just knew he was there. But I'm here to tell you that, that if if you would dare to believe him this morning, I don't know where everybody is. And dare to just say, Jesus, I, I do, I, I, I do want to hear. I do want to hear. I do want to hear your voice and hear what you think about me. I want to hear that. Because if you heard that this morning, you, you would hear words just so incredibly lovely. So incredibly uplifting, so incredibly encouraging, that, that you would turn yourself and, and say, you know what, I, I could love that person. I could love that one. And it's because you are so completely loved. And so as we pray this prayer, and you know, I've, I've told you I was going to preach to some of you today, uh, but I hope you hear this voice. Above everything else. And and we come down here and we pray together. You know, and if you need a healing in your body, there's gifts of healing here. If you need a word of edification, there's somebody with that prophetic uh, uh, gifting that's going to speak into your life. If if you just need your faith to be encouraged, your prayer and my prayers together, they don't just add up, they're they're multiplied. And so, um, if you need something, don't sit back there try God try to see if God will do something this morning give give him give him an opportunity and we'll see some great things if if you've never been filled with his spirit to the fullness come on down let's pray again and watch what God's going to do I'm telling you what this is the best thing there is in this world and it's not this assembly it's him it's him and, he, and you know where he is? He's, he's right here, right here, right now for you. So before you go, give him some time. And if you've never lifted your hands, do that. If, if, if all you've ever done or, or never, just reach out and grasp him. See if you can grasp his hand. Watch. Father, I speak your goodness and your blessing. I speak God's faith in the house to believe you. Lord, to believe in that sacrifice that you made that is so complete that it justifies us. And and it creates for us an an entrance into your presence where we can be loved. Not judged. Because we've already let that judgment go to the cross. I'm asking you to touch every heart and mind and those that would come for prayer. Father, let there be faith in the house this morning as we pray. Amen. Let's sing. Let's pray together in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.